Welcome back, everybody. It's Brother and Brother Podcast. The podcast is part therapy, part tongue-in-cheek, and all real talk. This is... We are recording on September 7th, 2018. Uh, We took a week off for Labor Day uh, just because... I don't know. We were busy. I was up in, in Massachusetts, again, my home away from home. And, and we just didn't find time to, to get around to record. Uh, this stuff happens. Um, but with me, as always, my brother, John, how you doing? I am doing great. It is Friday. Uh, and it's the first week of football. So. Oh, yeah. So, uh, how many, how many leagues are you in this time? I am in four leagues this time. They're all pay leagues. Uh, I have my traditional big money league. I have a guys girls league that sort of got born of the traditional league. A bunch mm-hmm. of the uh, wives and significant others were like, we want to do fancy football. So we did a bigger league. Um, there's a sports and stuff uh, internet group that I'm, I've been in for a while. And we mm-hmm. have a league. So I'm in that one. And last but not least, there's the vent chat league uh, that I'm also in. So those are my four. I'll pay. Are you- are you still in that legacy league or whatever? Like, wasn't there one you've been doing for like 10 years or something ridiculous like that? Yeah, that's my big money league. And this is like year 13 or 14 or 15, something like that. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for a long time. That's good. Yeah. How, how often, how many times have you won that league? I've only won this league one time. I've won it once. I've come in second three times and I've come in third a few times. Last year I came in ninth or tenth. It was there was like a three way tie at the bottom, so. Oh okay. It was the off year, but it was mainly because I missed the draft last year. Oh. And that's a uh, guaranteed way to ensure your team does not do well. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I've expanded all the care I can for this topic, so uh, let's move on. <laughs> uh, that is all kinds of rude. Um, it is. It is. It's just it's hard to. I, I've I've done fantasy football like a handful of times, and uh, I actually won once a league that I was in, and everyone was pissed because I I know jack shit about football, and I was like, yeah, I just nerded it up, and I just went by the numbers and everything, and I was like, I I was following all the sports people, and like, you know, I went hardcore on it. And and then I won, and they were, everybody was kind of pissed, and I was like, well, you know. So then I kind of tapped out of it. I was like, I mean, I get it. I get how fun it can be, but, um, you know, I mean, do you? I, I'm not saying – I'm not – I don't look down on fantasy football because, like, I get it. I get the the joy that you could get from it, and, like, it's really hard work if you're really, you know, into it. And I, I think it, uh, how good you do kind of depends on – it it it's all it does depend on like the teams and what your players do, but it also depends on on what you're willing to put into it, I, I guess. Huh. Wow. Um. Don't. So like I've got nothing but respect for people who play that. Uh huh. I feel like that's just a way for you to brag about yourself and pat yourself on the back while also demeaning fantasy sports. It was uh quite an interesting dance to watch, Rich. No, I'm not Real demeaning it. I'm not demeaning it at all because, like I said, I, I there was that one, but like last year in the Vinchat thing, I think I I I don't think I came in dead last, but I didn't do any good at all. I think it was got to the point where like halfway in, I was like, oh, there's no way for me to win this, so I just I don't even I think I didn't even start to forget to set my team. The one year I did win, I won in both the 
main big, big money league and in the guys girls league. Mm-hmm. I, bought, I bought myself two uh, WWE belts to uh, celebrate it. Oh, you should. And speaking of uh, fantasy leagues, uh, the fan- we just finished our first kind of run in the fantasy movie league uh, that Cinema Chat has going, and I, I, I didn't check, you know, because I, I know we had to do some some readjusting, but I know Brent pro- came in first. And I think that was kind of a runaway on on that part but mm-hmm. um the only one of us that really has an ex- well i take that back i he's had a kind of a, a lead because he you know we didn't quite know what we were doing like for the first three weeks i was playing i, I didn't know what i was what the heck i was doing like there was one where uh i i lost a lot of points because i didn't fill out my cinema my, my uh my screen because i didn't know that you could choose a movie more than once you know, I was like, I've got all this money left over, and I, I can't choose any other movies. You know, and, I, and then Brent was like, You can choose a movie more than once. I was like, Damn it, I wish I knew that. But uh, yeah. So um, I think the last one, um, I, I can look it up real quick. Summer twenty eighteen. Yep. I almost had a uh, heart attack. I was looking at uh, this this. Uh... Oh, you, you you thought you forgot. No, I I was looking at it and I didn't see X not Malcolm and I was like, where the fuck is his? And then I was like, where the fuck is mine? And then I was like, page one or two. And then I went to page two and I was like, oh, there he is. Okay. Um, people have some really interesting Western call. It's uh. Yeah, there are some interesting theaters this week. But uh, to to get back to to what I'm talking uh, to to uh, the thing overall, um, it looks like. Brent ended up with $941.4 million total for the, for the season. Uh, I came in with $886.3 million, and you're right behind me with 882.8. But I think if we readjusted all that, because you, I think we, we started really calculating at week six or seven or something like that. After readjusting, you have to take away like 20 from Brent, I think. And from me, maybe a little less than that. But the point is, overall, I think that officially puts you in second place with, with the readjustment. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I never got close enough to say that, like, you know, had I not had that one, uh, week where I didn't even set my thing that I could have been like I, I I could have been close to uh to winning. I had my last three weeks were just not well not my last three weeks. My second to my third to last week was alright, but my last two weeks were bad. Specifically the very last week. Yeah, I came, I came in eleventh eleventh and I was fifteen million behind the the uh winner who was uh you. Yeah, and then the the week before that, week thirteen, I had like fifty five million. I was almost uh twenty five million behind the, the leader. So, but I think this this one, you know, everybody knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there'll be no excuses. It's gonna be an interesting thirteen weeks. Uh, we have some interesting movies coming up. So uh, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, I think that um, I feel real confident about this. About my uh, theater this week. I'm looking at some of these weeks, these theaters, um, and some people, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. I'm just going to call out a couple of them. Seven Deuce? 
Seven yeah. Deuce, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, uh, Rob, too. I mean, he's not even... Right. Is that Angel movie supposed to do something? Peppermint or whatever it is? Yeah, see, there's a thing. People, some people, man, you lying heavy on that Peppermint, and I just, I don't know what you're smoking. I, I mean... Listen, I literally haven't heard about it until I went to check on it on Thursday. I was like, what is this Peppermint? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what some of these guys are thinking. Uh, some people even put in, uh, and this is why I think that, um, w- w- let me look at yours. See, you bet heavy on Crazy Rich Angels. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, uh, wasn't gonna play The Nun. My, my original gut feeling was, I gotta play The Nun, because that's gonna do gangbusters, but it's so fucking expensive, you know, that you fill it up with a bunch of, you know, smaller movies and hope that you make up the difference. But then I was like, I was thinking, no, Crazy Rich Asians is probably going to still do well and I should play that. And I'm looking at what you put down because you put down Crazy Rich Asians and then filled the rest out with a Meg. And I think my my second guess was kind of that. But then I was like, I'm not going to second guess myself. So I went back to the nun and filled up with uh, Searching and Incredibles because that's the only thing I had left. But, uh, Brent, he, he's got kind of the same mindset that I had, except for his two shitty theaters, you know, he put in, um, Mile 22, which I don't think is going to pull in anything, but then he also put in, uh, God Bless the Broken Road. And it's like, first, nobody's heard of that movie. Second, it's from the people who did, did God's Not Dead and God's Not Dead 2. It's the, one of those, you know, Christian people can make blockbuster type movies that doesn't that nobody actually pays attention to i'm like why would you put money on that i I feel like so so i think like it's between you me pandemonium and brent i feel real good about thinking that i might have this one um because if the meg does the meg made 14 million last week Mm -hmm. i only had a change to 7.8 percent which is crazy so even if it does half of that, if it drops down to seven or I get lucky and it's around ten, I'm sitting pretty. Yeah, that'd be sixty million plus whatever Crazy Rich does. Yep. That could be another, That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm excited this I'm excited to hit week one right out the ballpark and let people know what's up. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's that. Uh getting ranked is doing re- really well. Um I know there's a lot of excitement for that. Uh, I know, I think for me, it's one of my, fa- and I'm not just saying this because you're doing it, but it is legitimately one of my, you know, it, when we do the podcast rundown, it's going to get in my top five <laughs> because it's fun to just hear it. And, and, and like, I've done it a few times and it's a generally is a fun podcast and I, I can't wait to hear more and more of it. Yeah, I have some couple of episodes um, lined up. Uh, taking a break this week, but next week I'll have episode five, uh, which will be um, the second part of the Batman villains. And then from there, we're going to get away from a few nerd topics and get into something different, uh, change things up a little bit. So I'm excited that you're enjoying it. And I know I have a couple of friends who have really enjoyed it and wanted to be on it and have shared it with some other people. So... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a great experience for me. I'm really having a blast with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of podcast rundown, you want to go ahead and do that? Our top five. 
Is that this week? Oh, because we weren't here last week, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess we could do that. Um, t- I, I could have my five real quick. Uh, Getting Ranked Podcast, Daily Zeitgeist, um, Culture Kings, of course, Ologies, and, um, who would I put up there at five? There's somebody I know I'm gonna forget and it's gonna piss me off. Um, let me go with left, right, and center again. Yeah. I like that list. So I'm looking at my list. I would say my number five uh, is uh, Sword and Scale, or Sword and Scale Plus, since that's I've listened to all the Sword and Scales that are out. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Daily Zeitgeist. Number three, Yo, Is This Racist? Uh, that is just... Every time an episode comes out from that one, uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, number two, debuting after a very long, say, uh, um, Cinema Chat podcast because i've been watching so many red box and so many other movies i've been able to go back and listen to the old episodes because i can't listen to the episodes without having seen the movie i don't know how people do that but i've been listening going back and listening and i have thoroughly enjoyed i really always enjoyed the way you guys dissect it um i think uh you guys have gotten better with your grading as well as being consistent Oh, and, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the way you're talking right there, but go ahead. And, um, I just, uh, it's a show that when I'm able to, to, uh, when I'm able to actually watch a movie and listen to it, it's, um, it's great. It's one of my favorite shows to listen to and live tweet, but, um, the hosts have asked me to maybe calm that down a bit. <laughs> it, it just gets a bit much when you're live tweeting something that we did like two months ago and I, i'm like i can't i can't even comment because i don't remember what we talked about well you need some um something for your brain get that memory yeah. going but number one uh still number one uh culture kings it's is insanely hilarious i wear their swag uh so yeah Number one. Yeah, they, they have that podcast festival. They're going to be in Chicago. I'm thinking about trying to find a way to get there. I'm be, seriously considering that. That'd be so cool. That whole festival is awesome. I mean, Yo is a, Yo is a Racist is going to be there. The Daily Zeitgeist and Culture Kings. If you can see all three of those, whoop, whoop. right. Who's hating on that? Not me. Before we get into what's going on in the world and the news and, and such, uh, I wanted to do something a little fun, you know, sort of. Switch things up. And earlier we had done some what-ifs and um, some other scenario questions. I really quickly want to ask you, Rich, a couple of, just two real quick questions. Now, you know about, you know, the idea of the box that erases things, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, here's my question. I got two for you, and if you want to think up some, that's that's fine. But Or, we just do these two. Uh, thinking about the MCU... If you had to erase this person, erasing their movies and or their impact in the entire MCU, who would you get rid of? Captain America, Iron Man, or Black Panther? I hate to say this, but it'd have to be Black Panther. Oh, I didn't think you would do it. I mean, if you're talking about MCU, I mean, Captain America's in the best movies. Uh, Civil War, well, not Civil War, but I mean, Civil War's up there, but... <sighs> Winter Soldiers, like the one of the best. It is the best. You can see Avengers, it. you know. Uh, so he would wait. Are we just getting rid of his movies, or? Well, they're by definition they're influencing the other movies. 
Okay. So somebody else will be leading the Avengers, basically? De- I mean, depending upon who would be. Yeah. I would, I would think so. Because you wouldn't, wouldn't really be able to do Civil War without Captain America. Or at least someone replacing the Captain America role. I mean, if you told me that if we got rid of Captain America, we could slot in like Black Panther, then I'd get rid of Captain America. But I just don't think that would happen. What? You'd get rid of Captain America over Iron Man? Iron Man is essential to the MCU. He is essential. So it's stuck on Captain America. Plus, Iron Man only had one good movie. He may have only had one good movie, but you can't replace Iron Man in Avengers or Civil War. Why couldn't T'Challa be Iron Man? Because Iron Man is a fuck-up. T'Challa's not a fuck-up. I disagree. Not about T'Challa being a fuck-up. I just don't think that that's necessary to for the role. He he brought it all together. I'm so, I mean, you would have to build the whole MCU on somebody else. Who are you going to build it on? You can build it on T'Challa, and he's in the Iron Man role. He stands up against Captain America when Captain America doesn't want to get in line. You could easily do that. Things that you could do versus things that would actually happen. There's no way that Marvel would have built the MCU on on Black Panther. Doesn't matter. On a, on a black superhero. <laughs> well, I mean, you could build it on Captain America first and have T'Challa come in as the. Uh, I think uh, a MCU built on Captain America would be boring as fuck. I disagree, because Captain America. Look at the cap. What are you talking about? He has the best movies in the entire MCU. Yes, but I don't. He, I don't know that he could be the heart of it the way Tony he, is. It's already the heart of it. What are you talking about? Um, um, More people are here for Captain America than they are for Iron Man. They are now, but I don't think they would have been in the beginning, Captain. Because I mean, Captain America. You know, was a good a Boy Scout, and that was kind of a tough sell until they got you know, and then people were like, "Well, they did all this with Tony Stark and in Iron Man, so we'll give it a try." Well, it it's kind of like one of the reasons I think the DCU fallen apart because they tried to build it on Superman, and nobody likes Superman. Rich, I think you're just wrong about that. You act as if Captain America was some unknown hero. He's Captain no, no, of fucking America. He, yeah, he's people a known would have quantity, people but, would have rallied around him. It would not matter of who came first. Just a matter that Iron Man was the first one that, that came out. You are, man. Mm. Mm. I, just, I disagree. The, oh, I disagree. Listen, because matter. people, after Captain America, people were like, I, man, when did Captain America become a badass? That's not... He, he, he wasn't considered no. a badass until the movie. Until, I you know? disagree. People have always thought Captain America was a badass. Okay, why people ca- use them in Doggone Marvel vs. Capcom. Because he's a badass <laughs> in that thing, too. Slamming people around, just working fools. He's a great fighter in a video game, but I mean, I don't think even in the comics. I don't think mainstream people thought he was a badass until the movie. I mean, you comic people did know because I mean, he was a badass in Civil War, and that's when a lot of people were like, "When did he become a badass?" He's been a badass for a while, yes, if you read the comics. But the people that are going to the movies. Yeah, there are some hardcore fans, but they're not all comic people. I disagree with that. I just don't, because I don't think anyone thinks Tony Stark is a badass. I think he has a badass. Everyone thinks he has a badass suit. That's yeah, completely that, different, that's though. That's my point. That's, that's different. But that's my point. But that's not a rallying point. People knew, more people knew, more people knew more about Captain America than he did about Tony, than they did about Iron Man. I, I agree with you, but I don't understand what that has to do with anything. Well, my point is you act like, 
Captain America, like they could not have built the MCU around him when he's the more notable person. When he's the more notable person, he is. But you have to also look what he stands for. He stands for like truth, justice. I mean, that's that's yeah, Superman, that's American way. But at the same time, we're talking about a time when I don't know that you could have built a superhero that is so American and jingoistic to get people to rally around. Like there, that's one of the reasons Superman struggles right now is because he is so true just as American way and the American way it's kind of fucked up right now and it has been fucked up for a long time and that's why Superman is not as popular as someone like Batman who throws his thumb in the face of like authority and all that and that's why people love Batman so you could build a a universe on Batman you're talking about two different worlds man you're talking about two different worlds for one thing but I'm saying Captain America is a Superman or was the Superman of of Marvel that's uh, until he went like a character redesign. That's First how of people all, Captain saw Captain America came out before Superman did. Let's be let's be clear about that. Number two, actually, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I don't think that's true. Number two, um, <laughs> you're saying that they could not have built him as a Boy Scout when that's literally what they did in the first movie, and that movie was successful both as a concept and at the at the theaters. It wasn't one of the huge ones, but still successful. So they literally could have done what they did and built the MCU still around him. He's a guy who fought in a war when it was about, you know, defending against the great evil. Now he's transported to a future where it's hard to tell what's good, what's evil, what's wrong, what's right. They literally could have built that around that and having these other people who are going through these similar journeys, Thor coming to a new planet that he doesn't understand, trying to understand what is going on on earth and what is special about it yeah i mean it's they literally could have done what they did and still and just centered it around um around captain america i think the only reason why they centered it around iron man is because uh robert Downey jr was at an upward peak at that moment he wasn't uh, an upward peak they, they gambled on him it was i mean a gamble but he had done that movie with jamie fox i think like he had put he had put together some solid performances, not like record breaking at the theaters, but like in actual acting performances. No, I think you're misremembering because remember, I mean, he was just coming out of his his whole uh, addiction thing, and people weren't giving him roles and shit before he did Iron Man. And then I like after I'm Iron Man, he got that I am DMP. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. This is an Aladdin thing all over again. Uh, no, you're right. Because he had the soloist, which was the one I was thinking about with Jamie Foxx that came two years after Iron Man. Yeah. And, I mean, but before yeah, Zodiac. that. Zodiac. The Zodiac, Dog, The Scanner Jesus. Darkly. Those were like his big movies. Kiss, and kiss, nobody bang, was taking bang. a ch- God, Yeah. I forgot he was in Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Nobody was taking any chances on him. When did Scanner Darkly come out? Oh, that came out, wow, 2006. I know it came out that late. But then so he gets good. Iron Man, and all of a sudden, his, his yeah. shit's bumping. Tropic, Tropic Thunder, Soloist, Sherlock, Sol- Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And then from there, it's basically all... Yeah. Oh, they're making a third Sherlock Holmes. Ooh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, they've been talking about it. Ooh, I hope they do it. Do it, guys! Do it! Alright, well, I'm picking Black Panther because it's... I mean, you all you're losing really is a bit of... Civil War, Black Panther, and a little bit of Infinity War, which mm-hmm. would suck, but 
Man, I'm not giving up. See, I would give up Iron Man before I would give up Captain America. No. Winter Soldier alone. It's the best movie they made. There's it's no a reason. Good, right, but I think no I, reason. I just think no Iron Man is, is more integral to the You're wrong. To the whole thing. Alright, Red, you gotta erase one from TV. The Expanse, Black Mirror, or Luke Cage. Black Mirror. Oh, interesting. The Expanse is just too good. Well, I knew The Expanse would, would probably... I thought it would come down to The Expanse and Black Mirror. Um, and Luke Cage is too important. Yeah, I think I'd do Black Mirror as well. I don't know what TV show you can put in between the two that would make me consider the other ones. Like Daredevil, another season of Punisher, another season of Defenders. I would, would love that, but I still would rather have Luke Cage in The Expanse. Mm-hmm. It'd have to be like European soccer. Then I'd be like, bye, Luke Cage. I need my yeah, soccer. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. enough of that. Um, but wait, wait. Before we leave Carson Corner, a yeah, couple yeah. things. Uh, so mom was up there. Yes. You, you had like back-to-back Carson's visits. I did. <laughs> uh, my mom came up to visit her first time in a... I don't know if it's her first time ever, but definitely the first time. I think time that was her first time. time ever. I don't think so. She, no, she definitely wasn't. She had come up. And visit us when we lived either at Moore's Court. That's right. Or yeah. at Youngman. Or at Youngman, one of the two. Um, but yeah, first time in a long time. And yeah, it was interesting. She got to sit at the beach and gave her the royal treatment in the the kitchen with uh some homemade soba uh and some a seafood extravaganza with uh rock crab claws, uh lobster um clams and or steamers i should say just all kinds of crazy stuff it was it was a good trip uh lots of uh i don't even know how to explain it i don't know just lots of stuff put it that way i'll I'll put it like this your wife is a fucking saint listen everyone keeps saying that and she is but you guys gotta understand the amount of stuff i have gone through with her family like she hasn't even begun to eat into the debt, into the interest of the interest of the debt that no. she has piled up on her family. And no. yes, Reg, yes, Reg, yes, yes, you have no clue. Just shut your mouth now. You have no fucking clue. Shut your mouth now. Sainthood. I'm, listen, She's not Catholic, listen, but she should be a saint. If she is a saint, then I am a deity, okay? Because <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I, and that, hey, all credit to her. Mm-hmm. But let's put it all in perspective. And then I was up for Labor Day last week, which is why there was no show last week, uh, this week or rather last week, whatever, whenever this comes out. Uh, yeah, so we missed a week. I was up there. We, you know, had some fun, uh, walked around Salem, which was great. I could spend a whole day in Salem and next time I'm up there, I'm probably going to do just that. Um, and then you gave me a house key, which was <laughs> kind of, I don't know. It was weird, but at the same time, it was kind of cool. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. If you're on the run, you gotta have be able to have a place you can get to. So, oh, and then uh, we did some. Oh yeah, we went to see your your uh, wife sing at this. Uh, I don't know. It's not an open mic. I don't know what you call that. But uh, I guess her friend had a gig, and and um, uh, Becky sung a couple of songs, and it was freaking man. She's got a voice like an angel. Yeah, she killed it per usual. Crushed it. Crushed it. I was very drunk. Had a lot of fun. Some dude was getting a little handsy. And everyone's like, Johnny, you watching? I'm like, listen, 
Becky will let me know if I need to knock this guy out, but she won't. Mm-hmm. She won't let me get into a position where she won't let herself get into a position where I might have to knock somebody out. She'll just do it herself. Hmm. Knee to the balls, punch to the neck, just like I taught her. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, no, it was a great time. Um, hit the beach. We had uh, outdoor. Reg helped me set up uh, the post so that I can put my projection screen outside and we can do outdoor movies, which I'll be doing a bunch uh, in the winter. Uh, not in the winter, in the fall. Uh, we're gonna do in October uh, at least one night a week a scary movie outside. Yeah, that was a whole lot of fun. Um, we're definitely gonna have to do that every time I come up. We watched Alien vs. Predator Requiem, which it seemed like a fitting movie to start it out with. Um, that movie was a whole lot of fun. It is. I forgot how much so I, I kind of I enjoy it. I mean, it, it, is it a good movie? Hell no. It's probably like a six out of ten. But uh, I mean, it's hell of fun. That's being generous. It's it's like a five point two. That movie is not good. I was sorry, I was thinking I was watching it, but when you made the comment early, and thank God you made it early, because it made the movie for me, about how, imagine being the predator who's on this cleanup um, yeah. on that assignment, and imagine him doing, like, fourth wall, or, like, uh, what'd you say, uh, like... Oh, oh, um, like real world updates. Yeah, real world mission. A real world. uh, You said mission updates, but I imagine it being like in um, the real world on MTV, where they're just like, you see him in the booth, and he's just like, (laughs) diary entries or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like, so I really fucked up. I set up my, you know, my my snares, and I had all these aliens. I had two by the neck, you know, getting ready to kill him, and I didn't even see it come out of nowhere, fucking. Threw me into a pile of rocks and then punched up and then just invaded into the town. There are thousands. There are gonna be hundreds of these bitches if I don't fit. If I don't figure this out, right? Like, uh, or or when he lands in the forest, he's like, uh, yeah, I know that these people are looking for their 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 families and their friends, but I gotta get rid of this mess. And uh, this is a, a stupid assignment. It shouldn't take me too long. Uh, I gotta retire soon. <laughs> you know? Yep. It's my last <laughs> assignment before retirement. You know, I'm just a couple of days away. And, uh, the radio goes off. Oh, fuck. Shit, shit, shit. I gotta go kill this guy. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, you see him run back and turn the camera off, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. So, um, uh, I'm not sure if I'll get to it tonight, but there's a chance that either tonight or, or late tomorrow night, I think I'm going to watch Thor Ragnarok. Uh, now, whether mm. I'll do it outside or inside is really the only question. But the, I mean, I, if it's just you, doing it outside seems weird. Well, no, I would start the fire and Becky would start it, and then oh. she, she'll she do her hour and then she goes inside, regardless of how nice it is or how early it is. She only does about an hour of a fire and then she's... Yeah, yeah, even Hannah, she, she bounced early when we were out there. Well. And then we just finished the movie. <laughs> yep, so good. I, I, you're gonna have to think about what scary movies you wanna do. Hopefully we can have you, uh, up in October and we can watch something insanely scary. Yeah, um, I'm thinking about coming up, uh, maybe a couple of weeks. Cause like, I have vacation starting on the 27th, but then I'm going to Australia. Mm-hmm. But I do have that that friday to sunday just like i can't do anything because i'm on vacation so like i can't pick up extra hours or anything so am i just gonna sit around charlotte i haven't decided yeah well you can always come up and just chill and we can do movies every night yeah 
Anyway, enough of that noise. Let's get into what's going on in the news. This is going to be a long one because we got a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah, and I just want to rapid fire a few things, just things we missed while we were gone. Um, in Trump news, you got a couple people getting um, immunity. David Pecker, uh, owner of the National Enquirer, who is suspected of helping Trump bury a few uh Oh, come stories. on, come on. We're not going to be like these other news outlets that say allegedly and bullshit like that. No. David Pecker would buy stories. Uh, what, uh, what's the phrase? Um, buy and bury or something like that. But they would buy these stories and then just not publish them so that it wouldn't get out. So, yeah. So he's got immunity. Alan Weiselberg, a longtime Trump financial guy, he's gotten immunity. Uh, he's talking to Cohen, and he's been with the Trump Organization for, like, three decades or something, so he mm-hmm. knows where all the skeletons are buried. Uh, George Papadopoulos, sentenced to 14 days today after pleading guilty um, to misleading federal authorities and lying. Um, and last but not least, the White House is up in arms again. Uh, because of the anonymous op-ed that was published in the, uh, was it the Wall Street Journal or was it the... Yeah, Wall Street Journal, I think. And so, you know, there's, I mean, Rand Paul talking about maybe people should be, uh, polygraphed. It's just another, another week where the Trump White House has to, um, either push back or defend against claims that someone within their own administration is calling the president a dum dum. <laughs> oh, wait, do we, what, what journals did we say that that was in, published in? I think we said the Wall Street Journal. Okay, New York Times. New, New York, York Times. Times. There okay. we go. See, see, Reg making sure he knew it didn't feel right. But yeah, yeah so it didn't feel right. New York I Times. Just, I just didn't want to get a bunch of emails. Which makes sense. The fifth. The failing New York Times, I believe he calls yeah. them. Um, uh, John McCain, uh, as we know, passed away, was buried. Controversy between the camps. Is he a hero? Is he not a hero? Um, yeah. I, and, and how did you feel about that? Because like, when I first heard that he passed, I, I, I think I gave it like a day or two. And then I was like, correcting all these people, you know, cause I just, I wasn't going to say anything, but then, like, after a day, I was like, nah, people need to, you know what, we need to say something about this, because it's some bullshit. Like, they, the way they are lionizing him, like, people, even people on our side, progressives, well, not so much progressive, but liberals, definitely, people on the left and whatnot, they're just talking about how we lost a great person in, in him and a great senator, and he, you know, and, and just basically, he was a maverick of the Senate and all this bullshit. And it's like, when you really look at his career, he's not the guy that people, he was never the guy that people said he was, even when he was alive, you know, this, because he, he always went with the party at the end of the day. He always went with the party. Uh, he, for all this bullshit with Trump, he's still, you know, he, yeah, he snubbed Trump by saying, don't come to my, my funeral. But at the same time, he still voted with him. You know, so it's, it's, it's things like that. You know, they're like, well, don't you remember the thumbs down? And I'm like, yeah, he may have given the thumbs down, but then he turned around and still voted to undermine the ACA. So it was like, he's not the, and, and I think it's interesting how many people push back against that narrative. And we're like, no, if we're going to talk about this guy, let's talk about him all, you know, warts and all, you know. So I think it's interesting that we're living in a time now where people aren't just going to be like, well, he's dead and don't speak ill of the dead. Because, like, yeah, dying does not, you know, clean a slate, especially when you did a lot of things to hurt a lot of people. Well, the, the thing for me is just the hypocrisy of it all. Now, I can understand if 
you want to debate whether or not he's a war hero because of his his interaction in Vietnam and whether or not we should have been there. Whatever. I'm not willing to fight that battle, and I don't know how fair it is to... In that situation, um, as far as, like, blaming the soldier for what they... For what they, was their mission in, basically, was in wartime. Not to mention, when given the opportunity to leave, he did the opposite. He chose to stay and, and be the last guy to leave the prisoner of war camp instead of allowing his rank to give him uh, an opportunity to leave early. So, as far as his military, as far as his military career goes, um, I just, it is what it is depending upon how you feel about it. Now, his legislative career, like you said, the fact that he is a person who was able to sustain himself against this terrible cancer for so long on public health, while also stripping public health from millions of people who needed it and not providing a, a affordable and equitable alternative, to voting against Martin Luther King Day multiple times, to calling... Um, his wife a cunt in his public. His wife a cunt in public. The Vietnamese gooks. Like, there's so many things that he did wrong that people were just so willing to not just forget, but just ignore and act as if it didn't happen. And it's something that really blows my mind being a history person is the ability of America to um, whitewash their history to make it more comfortable for the people who are still around. Instead of being like, yeah, this guy was a senator who had certain beliefs and worked hard for his party, but was also, at times, a bad human being. Yeah. It, it kind of shocked me how many times people were, they were like, oh, I'm so sad for, you know, his passing and all that. And then I would, like, correct them and be like, just you should look it up. And they were like, I did not know that this, that McCain was like this, you know. And I'm like, yeah, you know, because. Yeah, do some research. People don't really pay attention. Do do a little research. And, and it it got to me, I was wondering, who do you think is going to be, do you think we'll ever have any other politicians who, you know, when they die, everybody will speaking only speak good about them? You know, like, I, I, the only one I can think of is maybe Jimmy Carter. Oh, Jimmy Carter. Know? God forbid you say something shitty about Jimmy Carter when he fucking dies. You should be bragged, you should be dragged in the street and beaten. Not yeah, to death, because, but beaten severely. Because, like, when Barack Obama dies, I think there's going to be a lot of people praising him and, and boosting up his thing. But at the same time, there are going to be a lot of people dragging him. Like, yeah, he may have been the first president. Yeah, he did all this great stuff. But look what else that he did in the legacy, you know. And I think – so I just don't know that we're ever going to have politicians anymore who everyone's just, you know, you know, kind of puts them in the sainthood when they die. I, I disagree. I think it's just a matter of what these politicians do that are bad. Every human does bad things. But mm -hmm. when your bad things are like racist or just beyond uh, normal decency, I think those things are the things that you should be marked for. Even if you do good things, it's still right to be like, hey, this guy was a great brain surgeon, but he also was an alcoholic who beat his wife. That's You can't talk about their greatness and not talk about their badness just because it makes people feel uncomfortable. In other news... A couple of mass, a couple of shootings. There was a shooting in Jacksonville at the EA Sports event. There was a shooting uh, this week in Cincinnati at the bank where a man sh shot and murdered three people. Um, 
injured a couple other people, and could have killed more people if his gun hadn't jammed. They just uh, released that information. And also, uh, in police shooting news, to keep the shooting uh, stories sort of connected, um, former Texas officer Roy Oliver was found guilty in the shooting death of Jordan Edwards. He was a 15-year-old... Um, he was, uh, I think it was 15 or 16, uh, who mm-hmm. was, uh, they were at a house party and the police had been called because of a noise violation. And the kids, uh, were driving away past the two officers and the other officer turned around and shot with a, I want to say an automatic rifle into the vehicle, killing, striking, killing, um, Jordan Edwards in front of one of his brothers, which is just so fucked up. Yeah. And then he went and tried to say that they were, uh, he did that out of fear of safety because they were driving at him or trying to run him over or something like that. No, and no, then, it wasn't they were... He said he was doing it in defense of his partner because the car was driving at his partner. But his partner from the very beginning was like, they weren't driving at me. They were driving in my direction uh, in the sense that we were, on the, we were in the street and they were driving in the street. He's like, but I never once feared for my life, which is not the reason I thought, why... I thought that the truth was that they were driving away and that he bullshitted all that no they had passed him like so when the, as the cops were getting out of their vehicle their vehicle had passed them and was driving away and then the other guy just turned around and shot into the car as it was going as it continued past them in the opposite mm-hmm. direction and that's what the officer said his partner said he's like i never felt in fear of my life he's like it's the reason why i never drew my gun i didn't even really look at them i just you know they passed us we were walking getting ready to walk towards the building and all of a sudden i heard gunshots ringing out but he got a 15-year sentence, which I think is kind of fucked up. I mean, it's it's great that he was found guilty, and it's nice that he got double digits. Um, it'll be interesting to see how much he actually serves out of it. Um, with good behavior, they say he may be eligible in 11 and a half years, but hopefully he serves all 15 years. Um, and hopefully in the future, officers who do these things will be um, will be dealt the same punishment that civilians get. Well, do you think he should get life? I think he should have gotten 30 years. Because mm. it's not premeditated. Premeditated would be right. like 25 years to life. Since it's not premeditated, um, I would say 25 to 30 years. And just give him 30. That's what the DA's requested. Uh, and the defense requested like 10. To give him 30 years. Hmm. Um, well, I'm, I'm just glad he got something. Me too. And, uh, and 15 years is nothing to sniff at. Oh, definitely not. Um, the whole world will be different. Imagine going, imagine, uh, get, falling into a coma in 2003 and then waking up now. Yeah. You'd be like, what the, f- what? What's Twitter? Facebook is what? Um, but in a similar story, um, and this happened, I believe, yesterday or Wednesday, uh, a police officer was returning home after a shift. And she accidentally went into the wrong home and then ran into the homeowner and shot the homeowner, thinking that, that he was an intruder. Uh, and then didn't re- then d- realize that she was in the wrong apartment. Um, the victim was taken to the hospital, airlifted to the hospital, but died later. Um, it's going to be real interesting to see how they proceed with this case and whether or not they charge this officer. I don't see how you can't not charge this officer. I mean, they shot someone in that person's home. If you don't get charged for that shit, 
I, I have not looked into this case because it's like just it's almost brand new. Um, but my my murderino and and true crime groups have been talking about it left and right, and everyone's saying. And again, I've, I haven't looked into this, so I don't I don't know how true or not this is. But everyone's saying that this looks sounds hella fishy, like maybe they had a history or something, and this was more than what it you know what it looks like because they're like how do you just go into somebody else's home did you not have a key or anything like that you know so she would have had to go into her own home with the door unlocked that doesn't sound you know suspicious or anything like that well i think that was so i i don't know if that's going to come out or if that's just people being you know true crime you know how true crime fans can be well so like and that is something i thought to myself because it's like they are your neighbors, so it. How likely is it that? And I'd like to see the apartments because I, I. It makes me think of some of the apartments my friends lived in college, and there were times where I walked into the wrong apartment, but I knew their neighbor, so I was like, "Oh, sorry, see you guys, sorry, wrong door." You know. Do people really leave their doors unlocked? Well, I take that back. Yeah, uh-huh. all the fucking, and that's the reason why I could see them walking in with the with the door, and I am so much being like, "Oh my god, the door's unlocked. This is whatever." More being like, why is my door unlocked? And then immediately being suspicious, going into your home, seeing someone. And the thing that gets me would be like, even if you thought your house was being burglared, uh, burglared, it was being burgled. Is that, what's the word? Burgled, yeah. Um, if you saw it was your neighbor, wouldn't you hesitate before you just fired? Well, not only that, but you wouldn't notice all, all the shit is not yours. You know what? Somebody broke into your home and hung up pictures of themselves. Well, I can understand if depend. Well, again, it depends on. We don't know what their apartment's like. How generic, you know, are they furnished? Whatever. What my thing is, I guess it would be different. It makes me wonder where she met him. Because if she like walked in the door and then immediately ran into him and fired, and this is not me, like justifying anything she did, but it makes me wonder how deep she was into the house and how many signs uh, she ignored before the altercation and the the um lethal act happened mm. you know because i think all that stuff matters um i don't from what i've read and i've read a couple of stories from different sources uh it doesn't see i didn't see anything that said it was suspicious or anything like any history of animosity yeah. between the two but it'll be interesting to see considering it's only been like 48 hours so yeah um in other news jonathan Yes. Have you bought some Nikes recently? Uh, I have not, Reg, and I won't be buying any more! Racist folks have lost their damn mind. Um, because Nike decided to make Colin Kaepernick the face of the, uh, 30th anniversary of the Just Do It campaign, um, people have lost their damn mind. You got people cutting their socks off and cutting emblems out of their t-shirts and burning their shoes. It's, so insane. You know what it is? I don't get these racists don't know how to boycott shit. Right. I mean the Keurigs and Yeah, the Keurigs and they're like, let me break my own shit. Or when they did the Starbucks sit ins, but they bought coffees. Right. While they were there, and you're like, that's not how it works. You're supposed to take up space so that customers who should be getting in can't come in and you don't buy shit. Like what you guys don't know how to do your protests. Destroying the property that you already have does not harm them. They already have your money. You have to pledge to not buy their stuff and then make it harder for other people to buy it 
by guilt tripping them, which doesn't work because Nike and Levi, who are also backing Colin Kaepernick and NFL players' rights to protest, and now Ford, they they've decided and understand what everyone else has understand with the success of things like Black Panther and Crazy Rich Asians. Like minorities have money, and they'll spend it, and they'll spend it more than racist people will do it. So. All you guys in Backwoods, Alabama, who are burning your Nikes and think that's that's such a big deal, like, Nike doesn't give a fuck about you. They know you're not buying their shit anyways. And as many people have pointed out, nobody's burning their Jordans. Right. They're they're, they're burning their shitty-ass shoes, I guess, apparently. I'm not a shoe guy. Sneakerhead, I think is what they call them. I'm not one of them, but, like, all the sneakerheads are like, you guys are burning shitty-ass shoes mm-hmm. that, that you get at, like, Ross or something. And Marshalls. Yeah, they're not burning their, uh... $150 Jordans? Nah, I'm not doing that shit. I think it's hilarious they're the ones who are like, I I cut out the Nike emblem of my socks, and it's like, yeah, they're still Nike socks, bro. Right. You want to really hit them, even though you won't really be hitting them. You're like, you just got to throw away the, sh- the entire socks. Go to Walmart and buy new socks. You can't be like, yo, I cut it out. Now they're not or Nike stop watching socks. the NFL because aren't all the NFL jerseys um All of Nike? the NFL jerseys, which again, things you don't see people burning. Uh NFL jerseys. And those NFL jerseys, the NFL just read up with them for like another eight years or something. Maybe maybe more than that, maybe another ten years. They go to like twenty twenty eight that contract, so guess you guys won't be buying jerseys for ten years or something. Right. Whatever. Yeah, so dumb. But one of the best things that has come out of this, besides the fact that Nike is giving um Colin Kaepernick a clothing and shoe line, did you know his uh, jersey was the number one selling jersey in the last year for a good while? Really? Yep. Um, But one of my favorite things that's come out of this whole protest are the memes. The uh, the different people that they've had on there, like uh, J.R. Smith, uh, I thought we had the lead. Uh, <laughs> or um, the Mike Tyson one. Where they just said it in his, like, little, is you going to sacrifice something? You know, like. I have not seen that one. Oh, it's so saw, good. I saw the Kanye one for Adidas. Uh, slavery was a choice. Yep. <laughs> uh, did you see the uh, Dalazol one where it's just like, it's like black and white. It's not always that clear. Just do it. <laughs> now, I love the internet. Yeah, the internet. the internet. It's undefeated, man. Undefeated. And speaking about victorious things, uh, there's a historic win in Massachusetts this week where Ayanna Presley upset the incumbent Mike Capano, um, who had a lot of support, a long-term incumbent. Um, but she will be Massachusetts' first um, black congressional member. Now, I'm not sure if it was... At first, I thought it was just female, but evidently she might be the first ever, which I think is insane, but also perfectly Massachusetts. So, oh, so first black and first black female? Yeah, I'm I'm not oh. quite sure about that. I keep seeing different things from different um different sources about it, but it's uh it, it's it's awesome. One of my favorite things about it is just like because of this uh victory, you have people like um Joy Reid who are like all of a sudden are like, "Oh, I've always been down with the progressive uh, agenda." And you have all Infallible. these people who are, um, who once were, uh, enemies of progressives. You know, there's no way that we could ever get, uh, Medicare for all through. 
Um, now all these people are all of a sudden like rushing to be part of it. It's like the Clinton flip flop, but instead it's the entire Congress who are doing it. Yeah, Joy Reid, she just keeps getting dressed. She just keeps taking L after L. I'm like, I would just stop for you, Joy. Or just like, just let other people talk. That's what you should be doing from now on. Just being like, yo, let's let other people talk. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And the crazy thing about it, um, so her and um, Gillum, who uh, won in, uh, who won the primary in Florida, mm-hmm. people have been getting those polls so wrong about both of them. Both of them were losing heading into election day and then ended up winning by double digits. I believe it was, um, Gillum was losing by like 10% according to polls, heading into election day, and then won by over 18%. Like, they were off by 28%. How do you even do that? Well, I mean, they did it when when uh, Trump won, so... Like, like that's why I can't... I think um, the leading thing is that... Um, what is it? The Democrats have, like, four out of five chance of taking back the House. I, I just... I, I don't believe it. I won't believe it until until it happens. Well... Speaking on that, I listened to uh, someone on the Daily Zeitgeist, I think it was this week, talking about how it's a myth that, uh, not that all the polls, but that Nate Silver, his group, and them got it wrong, because mm-hmm. there was like, even leading up into it, he said that he had a 25% chance, which is a significantly significant number, um, so the idea that they got it, that they in particular got it wrong, is actually not really factually correct. Everyone else got it way wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So it's nice to see progressive candidates, um, Gillum in in Florida, who's dealing with like fucking racist robocalls and a opponent who's just dog whistling all over the place. But Ayanna Presley, uh, there's no Republican on the ballot, so she's walking right into Washington. Nice. That's the thing. People gotta show up. Yep. Gotta vote. Gotta vote. So, so please get out there and vote. I voted this week. Uh, primaries. Did it. Did my part. Did my part. But yeah, so go do your part too. I wanted to get away from some of the more serious political talk, and I want to talk a little bit more about um, some entertainment. And we just talked about the MCU. Dropping back into that world, did you see the first looks of Captain Marvel? Uh, Yeah, I saw most of them. Uh, Just real quick, people stop saying break the internet. That that we need to retire that phrase. I'm sorry, y'all are using it wrong. Cause I I know the day before, um, she was like, hey, you want hey EW, you want to break the internet? And everyone was like, oh shit, we're gonna get a trailer, we're gonna do something, something. And they're like, here's some images. I'm like, get get, get out of here with that. I mean, yeah, that's nice, but I'm not gonna break the internet. <laughs> well, just don't break the internet if it's not something that you know is gonna break the fucking internet, like. If you're gonna talk about break the internet, like it better be like Dolly Parton topless, like that. Right? That would break the internet. People would be like, I've been waiting for this, and other people were like, Why is she doing this? That would break the <laughs> fucking internet. If it's just like this is me in my costume, and here's a young looking Samuel Jackson, like I, no, I don't want to see that shit. That's not breaking the internet. That's yeah. not even worthy of saying it. You should be like, Hey guys, you want to show some little show a little bit? Tomorrow? I'll say this, the fact that we're getting scrolls, I'm so happy about that, though. Yeah, do you think that's going to change, like, um, 
the established lore and history that we know, are we going to find out there are some people who have always been scrolls? God, I hope so. Like, I, I, one fan theory I've already seen is just like, oh, the Hulk is, uh, the Hulk is actually a scroll. That's why Bruce Banner wasn't able to turn back into him. Yeah, I mean, I know people have been pitching that. I don't think if, if it happens, it's going to happen way down the line. Um, like a Civil War II type thing. Me too. Um, I hope so. I don't want the scrolls to be part of Infinity War. I'm just happy because that means, you know, God, man, we might finally get a Fantastic Four that's good. It would be nice, and that's a great way to bring them in. Mm-hmm. But also, again, in movies, because we're, as I was mentioning, uh, been listening to a lot more cinema chat because the movies that I've been finally able to watch, two of those movies that I watched uh, in the past seven days was Upgrade and Heredity, Hereditary. Um, Upgrade, such a great fucking movie. Hell yeah, it was. It was a cool concept of what the future could be, as far as like the auto-driving cars, as far as the implants, uh, and the enhancements, uh, the adaptions that people would make. Um, I know, like, I think about Ghost in the Shell, I would definitely get like robotic eyes. Did not have to worry about fucking glasses anymore. I would get robotic anymore. everything. I'm gonna go robotic. Me- I mean, eventually I would, but I wouldn't want to immediately be like, take all my human parts away. But I would be like, I'd have, I'd have a robotic, uh, exoskeleton, not exoskeleton, endoskeleton, you know, like my, my, my spine, all that shit would be robotic. My legs, fuck, all, just a lot, man. I would shoot. You just uh, make yourself susceptible. Uh, a high grade EMP and all of a sudden you can't move in your fucking body and your lungs. High grade EMP will kill most humans in me too. That's not true. Jonathan, let an EMP go off near you. Rachel, a high-grade EMP doesn't work on that function. You're, if you have a heart monitor, yeah, but that's not the way EMP works. I'm going to look this up. I We can hear your typing. Can an electromagnetic pulse kill you? Oh, I was wrong. Ha! Say it again. <laughs> you might get knocked out, I guess. But that's my point. Like, You make yourself susceptible with an EMP. Uh, so yeah, you know, I would want to do it slowly. And then I would be all about putting myself, my brain, my consciousness at that point into, uh, the ability to sort of like, um, what was that show on Netflix? Uh, Future World with, uh... Ultra Carbon? Yeah, like I would want to be able to cycle my, my consciousness in and out of my body or into new shells, basically. That shit would be cool. But, yeah, Upgrade was really cool. I love the concept. The idea of just being able to do those things, like the ability to push your body to the limits because you're able to shut off pain or increase your strength into one part of your body temporarily. Like when he was yeah. on the floor and he would just be like, boom, bound right up into a standing position. What also I liked about it was how efficient his fighting was. You know, like... When we fight, we move our whole bodies and all that. But if you don't have to, but, but I mean, that's because that's just how we do. But, you know, like, it's not always an efficient way to, to fight or some, something like that, you know? I agree. Um, and speaking of efficient, I just like the idea of how, not just how efficient it was, but just how basic yet, like, devastating. The idea when he, not, and not to, um, Give a spoiler away, but when he says, and you'll know the moment when it comes, when he says, I'm going to make this fast, devastating. Yeah. Devastating. 
Ding. I'm gonna end this quickly. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, go ahead. And this doom, boom, boom. You're like, damn. Yeah, like I feel bad for Venom that it's coming out in this year because I think people are gonna compare the two, and I don't think Venom's gonna that gonna movie, come up. That movie looks. Sh- I think Venom's gonna come out short on that one. That movie looks absolutely terrible. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to having to review that movie, but it is what it is. Um, and again, the but the highlight of my week, uh, Hereditary. That movie. Um, so suspenseful, so dark, and uncomfortable as fuck from the very beginning. The daughter, ugh, her face. Fuck, man. Oh, whoa, whoa, dude. What do you mean her face? Like, the, the way her eyes were, like, seemed like she perpetually wasn't getting enough sleep, and it's... it's dude, she's special needs. I've seen her natural face. She doesn't look like that naturally. You can trust me. I looked at the pictures before I made this statement because I almost put it on whatchamacallit. And I was like, did they use makeup on her? Whatchamacallit? And I was like, they did use makeup on her face. It's fine. Um, I checked it out beforehand. I researched. But I mean, the way they made her look like just like, like she was constantly walking in a dream and the way that little clicking noise. Ugh. Yeah, well, I like that. I thought that was... Oh, no, I I loved it because it was so creepy because it's one of those things where it was a new take on something that's scary, you know? Um, Sometimes it's nails, like, you know, Freddy Krueger dragging his, his claws like, along the hallway or on the floor, or it's like a howl of a beast or something. But that, that little sound, that clicking just... Because you're like, did I hear that? Am I hearing it in my head? Is it water dropping? Is You know, what is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, great, great fucking movie. Um, uh, who's the leader? Tony Collette. There Tony it is. Collette. Tony Collette. She should probably get a, a she, nod. No, she better get a best, best actor. Uh, she better get a best. So is it best female actor now? Is that the? Um, that's a good question. I mean, again, this. Yeah. Anyway, she needs to get an Emmy nod for that. That was such a great movie. Oscar. Oscar nod. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Even the son, I thought, did a great job of just, like, a mix of panic and anxiety and then outright fear at the end. Um, but the way that he just went home and went to bed, like, I was like, you ass. Well, so I was watching that and I was thinking, I'm like, is he just a dick of a person? Is he too ashamed and too afraid to to confront what he did or is he just like straight up in shock and even then it never seemed like anyone held him accountable for like just going to to bed well i i think it's one of those things that's difficult how do you and that's what i liked about it is like how do you live in the house with a kid that you know killed your other child or or was some way responsible for your other child's yep. death but i mean she she lit into him and that uh yeah, at the dinner, the dinner scene. I thought was good. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. It was, it was so good. Um, the parts at the end where she's up on the fucking ceiling. Oh yeah. Oh God Almighty, that is my. That's like my scary movie kryptonite. Um, I feel like I could react to just about anything else that came at me. Not necessarily that I would survive it, but I could at least react a little bit. When you look up on a wall. 
and you see someone who shouldn't have the human ability to be hovering up on a wall, just doing that spider in the corner thing, scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie. Great movie. Everyone should see it. Uh, what did you give it? Um, sec- uh, I'd have to look it up, but I think I want to say I may give it an 8 or a 9. Um, I would definitely give it a, on my Olympic scale, I'd give it a 9.4. It is one of the best, uh, it's one of the best scary movies I've seen in a long time, probably since Get Out. And I almost want to watch both of them back to back to see which one is the better movie. I would, I would probably lean towards Hereditary being a 1A, 1B situation. And Get Out being the more important movie. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd be wrong. But, um... <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you gave, uh, just to let you know, you gave Upgrade an 8.5. And it doesn't look like you guys uh, reviewed Hereditary. Well, we must not have. Huh. I thought, for some reason, I thought uh, Brent and I did a special on that. I guess not. Well, if you did, you did not put it on the list. On the Master Doc! Wow, you gave Hotel Artemis a 5.5. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. I want to rent that from Redbox. Okay, just know that it's not going to be good. Um, well, I mean... Fucking Ninja Batman? It's true. I rented that, and that movie was god-awful. Truth or Dare, you should watch that. That's God awful. Oh, too. I saw Truth or Dare. You guys, oh. you guys gave that a three, and that's right about where I'd put it. I'd probably put it a two point, somewhere between two point five and two point seven. That movie is stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Like when that, when the um, Asian kid pulls the gun on his dad, and he's just like, just get on your knees and beg, and the dad just won't listen to him. I hate that shit in scary movies. I hate that shit. It's like, if your kid is begging you to do something, and he says, just fucking do it. Well, yeah. Just fucking do it. What I hated about that movie was the fact that they didn't just... There was a way that they could have ended it. They could have been, you know... They could have had a a way to to end it. She could have dared him to... Well, they could have kept playing Truth or Dare until it it came out with Dare on, on the evil demon or whatever and then dared it to end the game or something or they could have just killed themselves and ended it there see that's the thing that killed me was the whole idea they're like oops i'm gonna unleash this to everybody like right fuck you yeah maybe it might only happen once in your lifetime but you are basically dooming a shitload of people to death yeah so fucked up uh but stole the ending from the ring too yeah some some of the um that's for cool, like the kid with the uh, on the pool table, where he just fell and broke his neck. Uh, that shit was sick. It's okay. Sick. I always love a good neck break. Uh, but yeah, so Hereditary, great movie, well worth seeing. Nine point, you know what? Solid nine point five. I feel good saying like that. Solid nine point five. I think that's about it for what's been going on, and we've been talking for a while, and I don't think we could really do any mini topic quite justice if we were to talk right now uh so why don't we just end the uh end this episode with uh again go back to the well of some fun stuff with uh maybe a few would you rathers and maybe uh 
MFK, uh, Mary Fuck Kill. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, and I have one lock and loaded for you, Reg, and this is, uh, the Culture Kings question. They, they've been doing, uh, Would You Rather, and, you know, we talked about the goat one, I believe, last time, or a, a few times ago, maybe. Uh, so I wanted to go ahead and ask this one again, uh, their new one. Would you rather, A, have no sex or masturbation for three years, or have to have sex every day but never be able to climax or orgasm? Uh, I would have to go with the sex every day thing. See, I would go with the sex every day thing. My only question, the only thing that would make me hesitant is not so much that I can't climax, like, what, whatever. Mine would be the fact is, like, do I have blue balls? Because... Oh, that's a good question. And no one asked that question, and, and, you know, I might need to tweet that to them. Because if I have to have blue balls every day for 300, for three years, fuck that noise. I'd rather just not have sex. And not be able to masturbate. Well, here's the thing. It's like, I, uh, it's a punishment on your partner too. That's why I say the sex every day, because at least they're, they're not being punished with you for well, three years. Yeah, but they can masturbate for three years. Uh, I kind of feel like that's something that might be able to destroy a marriage, I think. Or, it's or a three relationship. years. If you love someone, you would love them for, th- if my wife, said, hey, I'm getting paid $300 million, but we can't have sex, and I can't masturbate. They've made it so I can't do either, regardless of whether I want to or not. But I'm only going to do it if if you're okay with it. I'd be like, can I still masturbate? And she'd be like, yeah, but you can't have sex with me when we're still married. I'd be like, cool. I can make three years. Hmm. I can do it. Especially since it's the fact that I can still masturbate. Yeah, of course I'd like to have sex. And maybe I get a fake vagina or something offline. But it's three years. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And hopefully it's worth something more than just a fucking dare. Um, but three years of blue balls? No fucking way. No fucking way. That's, you know, okay, I guess. But that's the thing. If there are no blue balls, then fuck it, yeah. Sex every day. I know my I know my woman's going to get off. That, that, that's fine. I can deal with not having an orgasm as long as it doesn't hurt. Um, now, would you rather end racism or end wage, housing, and hiring discrimination? I think I probably the wage, hiring, and all that discrimination, yeah. I was first leaning towards racism, but then I was like, well, if you get rid of racism, that's great. And that will probably get rid of a lot of wage, housing, and hiring discrimination. But it wouldn't necessarily when it comes to education and economic status. And yeah. I feel like if you could do wage, housing, and hiring across those three plus race and religion, all those other ones, I think that's more valuable. And I think if you just ended racism, we'd replace it with something else like classism or something. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, but if everyone was getting paid a decent wage and had a fair shot at opportunities without the barriers that exist conscious, subconsciously or consciously, I think that would be way more valuable to society. Hmm. Um, would you rather be on the World Cup winning team for your country, but break your leg before the final and be unable to play, or be the most valuable player of the tournament and the finals, but your team loses despite your record scoring five goals? If I break my leg, do did our team win? Yes, they win. Oh, well, then we win. I'll take the win. What if you don't get to play at all? You're at home, and you don't get a medal, you don't get... 
Oh wait, wait, wait. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm just asking. The, the first one still stands. Um, I'm just wondering, would that change your mind if it was like you were on the team but you broke your leg beforehand and you don't get any recognition because you didn't play a game in the World Cup? Well then, no. Well then, no. Yeah, then I would rather have the five <laughs> wins. <laughs> like, fuck that. Give me the goals in the tournament. Yeah. Um, I think I'm at home watching the team win. <laughs> fuck that noise. Yeah, if I can be there and I'm on the team and it's like I break my legs in the semifinals, but we still win. Fuck it. Yeah, I was part of it happening. Um, otherwise, I'm with you, man. Let me get the World because Cup then record. you're the tragic guy that that you know missed the team or something. You know. Like, like, wasn't there a guy on one of the Apollo missions that got sick before and never made it to the moon or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, screw that noise. Fred says, I'm not about that life. Even um, if it meant that America would win a World Cup. No. That's not, nope, don't give a fudge. Would, one last would you rather. Would you rather get rid of the Fast and the Furious franchise, Vin Diesel's act part... Here you go. Would you rather get rid of Vin Diesel's involvement in the Fast and the Furious, the Chronicles of Riddick series, or the Guardians of the Galaxy slash uh, MCU? Guardians of the Galaxy. That's that's not that's not hard at all. What if it was just Fast and Furious or Riddick? Um, Riddick. Wow, that's sad. I would get rid of Fast and the Furious just because there's not not one of those movies is better than any of the three of those other movies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pitch Black is the only good movie in that series. Dude, Chronicles of Riddick is a great movie. Chronicles of Riddick is not good. It's a good movie. It's not good. He has a badass act when he's on the planet, on the Prophet planet. Uh, when he's on the prison world, that's pretty cool. The ending is a little dramatic, but um, that movie's solid. There's not, no. it's not a better uh-uh. Fast and the Furious. The best Fast and the Furious movie is the first one, and it's not better than no. the third Chronicles. No, the one where they're in Brazil. Or, that or, movie they is... They jumped the building. Dude, between, the they one, jumped the car between yes, two Yes, but those buildings. aren't good the movies. Get out of here. Those Get aren't, out of here. Those aren't good movies. Those are Get fun movies. Yeah, you're wrong. That might be the most fun movie, but his best movie those as far as plot great. and acting was the very first one. Those movies are great. Garbage. Straight up garbage. You're garbage. 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 Um, alright, well, let's end with some merry fuck kills. Um, I have one for you, Reg. Sama Hayek, Serena Williams, Gabrielle Union. I'm gonna marry Serena, bang Selma, and sorry, Gabrielle. Uh, I like that. I would bang Serena for real, sorry, Gabrielle, and marry Sama Hayek. Number one. Smash it. Um, here's another one, Reg. The Rock, Vin Diesel, John Cena. I would marry John Cena. <laughs> bang The Rock and kill Vin Diesel. Uh, uh I'm going to marry The Rock because I think that would be way more fun. Um, I'm, I'm banging John Cena and killing Vin Diesel just because I think John Cena is a cooler guy. I bet Vin Diesel's a fucking prick. Yeah, uh, yeah, he is a prick. Like, just a straight-up fucking prick. I apologize in advance. Uh, Ann Coulter, um, Kelly Ann Conway, uh, Sarah Sanders. Kelly Ann Conway, Ann? Sarah Sanders, and who else? Ann Coulter. You gotta kill Ann Coulter. 
I guess Mary Kelly and Conway and oh, God, Sanders. Man. No. What if it was Sanders was removed and I put DeVos in? Well, on Mary DeVos, she's a billionaire. Yeah, but that means you also have to have to deal with her brother-in-law, fucking Eric Prince of Blackwater. That motherfucker will kill you, man. Straight up. She's got so much money, she's got yachts going drift in, in like, lakes and shit. That is true. Um, well, on my original one, I would go... I'm killing Kellyanne Conway because I cannot imagine... Ugh. Uh, evil has just corrupted her, just withered her like the branch. Um... I guess I'm fucking Ann Coulter and marrying Sarah Sanders. Yeah. I mean, that's horrific, but yeah. Well, it would be fun to take candid photos of uh, that other Sanders dude. Um, uh, oh, no, uh, uh, Huckabee? Yeah. And just be dragging them through through, through Twitter and shit. <laughs> it's, your Instagram would be live as yeah. fuck, man. You'd be like, yeah, let's have another family dinner. She'd be like, no, you're going to put more shit on Instagram. Baby, I told you I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> At Thanksgiving, take a picture of his plate. Look what this motherfucker is putting down. What are you putting down, huh? He hasn't used seasoning once, y'all. Not once. <laughs> Your Instagram stories would be hilarious. They would be all over the fucking place. You tagging him and shit. <laughs> that, oh, I take that back. I'm going to marry Sanders. <laughs> for that reason alone. Just for that reason alone. I have one last one. Maybe you can think of some, but if not, uh, the Kardashian special: Chloe, Courtney, or Kim. Uh, that that one's lost on me. I don't know who any of those people are. So, what? Okay, so I, you know who Kim. Kim is. I know who Kim is. Chloe's the one who's dated a bunch of basketball players and got impregnated by one of them who cheated on her. And Courtney's the one who has a bunch of kids with uh, Scott somebody and. He's a douchebag, and she's kind of a dumb as shit. Again, guess Mary Kim kill Chloe, bang Courtney. I don't know. Like, like I said, it means nothing to me. I would kill Courtney, bang Kim, and marry Chloe. Chloe's the most sane of them. Are they all on that show? Yep. Then none of them are sane. Uh, if you, my wife watched the show, and I've seen enough. Don't of it. I know it? I know, right? Then I've seen enough of it to be like, Chloe's the one who won't make you want to kill yourself. Although, Kim has come out to be quite the same one when paired with uh, Kanye West. That's that's pretty fucking crazy. Did not see that coming. Hmm. Um, well, Reg, unless you got anything else, I, I think that's a good way to ease out of this and back into the swing of things. Oh my goodness. Uh, this... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this is bad podcasting, but I just saw this tweet about Kanye West. I guess he has a dress line or something. Why? This is bananas. B A N N whatever. B A N A N A S. Kanye needs to get some mental help. This man, this is it's not it's not oh even funny anymore. My it's not even funny anymore. God. It's not even funny anymore. We it's like it's like laughing at a drunk who keeps falling down and breaking his leg or, or just falling down the stairs. It's not funny anymore, you know. What the fuck are they wearing? That's not even fashion. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. What? Oh my god. 
guess he's got a clothing line. I I don't I don't understand. I know he had a clothing line. It's been having issues. Like uh, after his whole uh, slavery was a choice thing, he tried to have a release party and no one fucking showed up except for the people he paid to show up. Oh yeah. Yep. So I mean, it's it's yeah no mm, no hmm no uh no 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 no. I guess his fashion show. I mean, just that shit ain't fashion. I'll I'll describe it real quick. Uh, you guys can look it up. But uh, th- there's one dress where this woman is like, imagine like a full dress, right? But then there's a cutout where it, it starts kind of right above the midriff, and it comes around like the side, and it's totally cut out from like what her midriff to like the vagina, a little below mid thigh and it's just like exposed like if she wasn't wearing this white thong you would see all of her vagina and everything it's insane that's what it is it's i just it's insane and there's, there's some insane. women in the back who are wearing dresses that don't even you know they, they stop at the midriff so like your breasts are totally exposed it's the thing why you got your breasts why would you have their breasts exposed it doesn't make any sense and the women whose breasts aren't exposed are wearing see-through stuff so you can see their breasts anyways. Like, what the f- is... The second photo with the lady in the, like, the coral green dress, mm-hmm. where it's, like, cut uneven, where it's showing a lot of her upper thigh and it's see-through, it's just... I don't understand why... Anyone would design this, and I don't understand how anyone would put women into in this and put tell them to walk the wrong way. It should well, I mean, me. that's just one of those things. Like celebrity, there's so much money in celebrities that like people will do stupid shit because there's money there. It's, it's bad shit crazy. This shit is bad shit crazy. Yeah. Um, Rich, I got one more uh, fuck me and kill for you. Okay. It is the superhero version. Uh, you have. Captain America, Chris Evans. You have Jason Momoa, um, Aquaman. And you have, uh, what's his name from, uh, Superman? No, 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 no. Not Superman. Gimme Logan. What's his name? Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, Chris Evans, Jason Momoa. You know what? Throw out Hugh Jackman and let's put Thor in there. Mr. Hemsworth. They're all younger guys. Evans, Hemsworth, Momoa. Uh, Mary Momoa, Bang Hemsworth, I guess, killed. Who's left? Evans? God, what yeah. is your deal against hating a motherfucking Captain America? What did he do to you, Reg? <laughs> what did he do to you? Um, For me, it is tough. Momoa just seems like a cool-ass dude, and he's Hawaiian. Hawaiians are cool as fuck. Wow. Uh, I don't, I don't know. That is, that seems like a problematic statement. It's not a problematic statement. I have known yeah, many, yeah, a, many Polynesians. Yeah, it's very problematic. And they're You're, cool as fuck. A positive stereotype is still a stereotype. It's not a stereotype. The Hawaiians aren't known for being cool as fuck. It, it's a broad sweeping statement about a certain group of people. That's not cool. The Hawaiians I have known are cool as fuck. You happy, Reg? You happy? Either way, I'm just letting you know. That's problematic. Uh-huh. I can only bring it to your attention. What you uh-huh. do with it is on you. Uh-huh. 
I am going to... Ooh, this is tough. Chris Evans seems so cool of a person. But so does Jason Momoa. Which one of them do you want to marry? Because it doesn't really matter what you do with the rest of them. But Hemsworth has that Australian accent. Uh, I'm going to kill... I'm going to kill Momoa. I'm going to... Marry... Hemsworth and kill Chris Evans. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I mean, he's Thor, and he's on the uprise as far as his career is going, and he's uh, might be the best actor out of the three. So I feel like you're winning on every single level. Yeah. Cool. Well, so, um, yeah, so this is, uh, that's where we're at. Yep, we're going to leave it there. And uh, I, I know next week is Predator. I'm looking forward to that. Predator. Speaking of weird things but uh as always want to thank you all for listening uh speak your truth tell your story and stay woke you can find john at tempe wmf on twitter and instagram and you can find his other stuff at tempesworld.com and you can find reggie at hedonis that's h-i-double-d-a-n-a-s he co-hosts in my humble opinion and the cinema chat podcast